0: Welcome to episode five two four of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to uh, contact me on, um, on the podcast page. Sorry, went to blank there uh, for a second. Second there. Um, anyway, you can all contact me through the podcast page, and um, that is Salcedo Paranormal www.podbean.com that's s-a-l-s-i-d-o paranormal.podbean.com uh, always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences whether they're your own or they're from others that you trust happy to either read those or if join me on the show to talk about them Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live recording streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP, Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio uh, comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station the way you hear them there with all the music and everything. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. You can also find books I've written about uh, the paranormal, both fiction and nonfiction, on Amazon. You can also sign up for my Patreon page, where uh, you'll be getting one extra episode per month of uh, true paranormal stories from the web. Uh, Any any membership tier level there, or you can uh, just send a one time donation through PayPal. Um, Help is never expected, but always appreciated, as there are expenses in making these shows, Um, and uh, from equipment to research materials to travel expenses in some cases, and uh, any help will Definitely um, make the show better and uh, maybe f- provide more, again, research materials to uh, to talk about and uh, go from there. So I uh, think that covers everything. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, I'm kind of feeling, feeling a bit off this week, but I really um, want to stay consistent with doing these shows, uh, putting out these shows anyway fairly often. And uh, so if the last episode and this one seemed a little bit different, Uh, I apologize for that. But um, anyway, so let me get to the stories here, um, and we'll go from there. So this first one uh, says, let's see here, there we go. It says, I stayed at my grandparents' house when I was around 10 or 11 years old, visiting my grandfather and playing with my cousins. I slept on an air mattress set up in the living room, with two cousins sleeping on the couch or couches, I'm sorry. The house layout allowed a f- clear view of the kitchen from the living room, particularly from the air mattress where I slept. We didn't watch any frightening movies before going to bed, and I didn't have any nightmares. I woke up looked around and saw a black silhouette of a woman pacing behind the kitchen table. Only visible above the waist, the figure's pacing frightened me, so I got up and sprinted to wake up my great-grandmother. I told her what I saw, and she checked the kitchen, but found nothing. I never saw the figure again during subsequent visits. Over the years, my great-grandmother suggested it might be a result of playing too many video games, but I know what I saw. The experience is my only true encounter with seeing a ghost. What I wonder about the most is, why was the figure pacing back and forth? And that's where that story ends. And uh, that is a good question. It seems like... Um, maybe the figure there was a person at some point, or it was then some kind of a shadow entity or just an apparition. And I don't know. I wonder about that, um, as well. When, when the, I read the story the first time, is it because of the people that are there? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, is it, uh, is it a residual energy of some kind Uh, image of someone that used to do that a lot? And, um, and so they left some of their energy behind because of doing that. Maybe it wasn't even, um, I don't know. I'm not sure if pacing can be a thing that people do sort of without thinking about it, or maybe it's a positive thing. Oh, some people, I don't know, figure things out. I'm not sure. I've never really heard of that, but everyone is different. So I wonder if maybe their pacing is, it's not so much of a, um, a problem. Or they're not stressed. They're that nothing is, is the matter. Nothing is wrong, but they're just thinking of something or things and they're just, they end up doing that. And if they, if they do that enough, um, I can see that leaving possibly some kind of a residual image of that kind of pacing back figure back and forth. Um, So I don't know with that one, but uh, I I always find it amazing too when people just wake up and sometimes it is uh, more of a a direct communication kind of a thing. Other times it's not so much. This one, the the person when they woke up at the time, they weren't frightened at the time they woke up. Uh, They were more frightened by the Uh, Appearance of someone they didn't know Pacing back and forth In the kitchen Which is understandable Um, But that That waking up That being that, I always wonder what what causes that Is it that they suddenly Somehow sense a presence That Is what wakes them up Is it Some kind of change in the energy of the room I don't know um, with that, I really don't know for sure any of this, but, um, but yeah, I wonder if it's a residual or if it's, if it's aware, if it's a person that's aware, then why? Either way, you wonder why, but if it's, if they're aware of the people that are there, then that's, maybe they didn't expect to have anyone be there for whatever reason. Um, I mean, maybe that, maybe that was their home at some point. Uh and, uh and In their mind, excuse me, from their point of view, they've somehow arrived at the house and it's full of kids that they don't recognize. That could be um, a reason to pace back and forth, I guess, in a way. So, so many variables, hard to tell, but um, amazing story there. I'm glad that nothing else ever happened. Um, So, that sort of makes me wonder. Makes we lean less, lean further away from it being a residual, but it's always hard to tell. So, um, moving on to the next story here. Uh, let me see here. This one says this happened a few years ago during a car ride with my mom. We were driving through a uh, low cell service area around eleven p.m. I was on the passenger side, and my mom was driving. I saw a seven-foot-tall humanoid creature outside the window. It had golden golden eyes, a mix of a dog and a deer skull, with canines and deer-like antlers. It had a soulful human look in its eyes, and was hunched over. It did not feel threatening or negative in any way. My mom also saw a similar creature in the same area shortly after this sighting. The creature was not there when my mom returned to the spot later. At first I thought I was imagining things until my mom said said that she saw the same thing. Has anyone else had similar experiences? There was also a, a car crash near the same spot with an unknown cause. So that one is odd and all kinds of levels. I don't think I've heard too many stories of anything matching that description. I've heard of um things that appear to be partially like a deer but not quite like an uh, I think the popular term for it is a not deer. I think I've heard that on couple of different shows at least one show um but i haven't heard of the, like the deer dog mix with golden eyes that is wild and seven foot tall that might i don't know that might be a new one for me uh maybe it's well known i don't i don't I, that wouldn't surprise me yet you can't know everything uh, when it comes to these things but i've never heard of that before until i read this this account. And the fact that it was seen multiple times by the mom, um, different times she was driving that way, uh, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if it's a, if it's a proximity thing, if it just happens to be in that area, and so she had a better chance of seeing it a couple of times. I wonder about the car crash. If someone saw it and was so frightened that they they sort of just lost control of the car doesn't sound like whatever, whoever this was, was ever trying to cause any kind of a wreck. But I mean, if you're not expecting anything like that, which who would be, um, and you just lose control. I mean, I could see that happening too. Uh, really just, I'm just, I can't think of anything like that. I've heard of golden eyes, I believe once or twice separately. in other encounters, but I can't even remember now what kinds of um, what they were, what the general figure was attached to those, that sighting of golden eyes. Um, Now it's been so long since I've heard that, but I I feel like I have heard of that before. I just can't remember where. Um, So I don't know. That is a, that is a wild story there. Um, I'm not sure what to make of that. I would just really wonder where it's at with the, the general area. And I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if it's how often it's seen just all those things, but again, impossible to know. So, um, I guess I'll move on to the next story here and we'll go from there. Just checking on the time here and, uh, yeah. So okay, so we'll do at least one more here. Um and all right. So this next one says, "Even though this happened when I was a kid, this is still vivid in my memory. It was a normal night. I was having a snack while my dad was cooking. I was not dreaming when this strange incident happened i don't know how else to describe it except as a in quotation marks here glitch in the matrix i have no mental health issues and this never happened again suddenly everything got blurry a human head appeared out of nowhere frightening me it tried to communicate but all i heard was radio static. Suddenly, everything went dark. My parents were asleep, and I was—I uh, don't recall going to bed. Sorry. I feel like time reset somehow. It was a unique and unsettling experience. As I said, this never happened again. Though I have had other, some other odd experiences. Still, I wonder what happened that night. And that's where that one ends. Um, and again, I have no idea how to um, qualify that either. I think uh, some kind of a distortion in reality does seem like maybe it could be something like that. Since since time is involved and possibly space and all those things, I don't know. Um, the the head trying to communicate. I'm guessing it means they mean there was sort of moving its lips I guess like it was trying to talk but then nothing was coming out except radio static that is quite the vision and the thing to hear while you're having that vision of whatever is going on there and um yeah I don't know with that and so it's it's hard to say um but that's a whole su- sort of a subsection of um, of events, of types of experiences, the whole glitch in, glitch in the matrix thing where um, things seem to sort of stop and start or um, time seems to do weird things not just missing time but just I don't know other, other ways that it goes by in strange ways or jumps in time or resets Um, that's a whole subcategory of things that people have claimed over the years. And, and, um, I mean, I don't even know if the one I, I I might've had one experience similar, possibly, I'm I'm not sure with that. That's of course the one where I, I walked to this restaurant where I'd always meet my family and it was always a 10 or 15 minute walk, but I knew the route really well, but it was always 10 minutes at least. And this one time I walked there and I went into some kind of a trance or something as I was walking and I got there and I checked on my clock and my phone and I had gotten there in five minutes. So that is something that seems to happen in some cases. Um, Had another story quite a while ago now where this, um, this woman was walking Doing it basically a nightly walk, and she was walking th- around her. Um, this place where she lived was like a, I guess, an apartment complex, but had like multiple buildings. I'm not sure, maybe it wasn't an apartment complex. It was a place with multiple buildings, multiple homes in it. Um, but, and they had really good sidewalks and everything. And she was walking and sort of um, just meditating, but just walking. And she took a step and she just was suddenly at the corner of a, uh, a block and she doesn't, she didn't know how she got there so fast. And, um, and she knew she didn't trip. She knew she didn't fall asleep. She just was suddenly somehow, uh, somehow there. So, again, I don't know with that. But, um, but, yeah, so amazing story there, the one from tonight. Um, I know this one and the last episode, were both sort of short. That will not be a regular thing, uh, just how things worked out this, this time for various reasons. Um, but uh, that's going to be it for today, and uh, I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal, take care.